Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Think About It with your host, Jaden Miller. Good day and welcome to Think About It with Jaden Miller. Hope you guys are doing well during this fabulous Christmas week. I hope Santa Claus is uh, getting his list together and getting all of the things that you want for this very, very special season. Were you naughty or nice? That's the question. Think about it. <laughs> all right. So listen, uh, please like, share and subscribe on my YouTube channel and like, comment and follow on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, as I've told you in the past, I'm on all of them now. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, CastBox, uh, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and probably many, many more. So again, thank you guys for joining me on this wonderful day in Phoenix, Arizona. So um, what am I going to talk about today? Uh, I'm going to talk about something that is actually happening in my life. All right. Um, recently, I got married. If you guys have watched the podcast in the past, you've seen that. Uh, for those that follow on other uh, social media, you've seen pictures of me and my absolutely gorgeous wife, Tanisha. And you probably have seen children uh, in those uh, other forms of social media as well. Um, well, so when Tanisha and I got married, uh, we had both been married previously. And uh, when we came together, we both brought children from our previous marriages into our new marriage. All right. And for all intents and purposes, that's called a blended family. So that's what we did. We blended families. All right. Uh, well, what is a blended family? A blended family or step family. And I hate that term step family. So I'm going to really try not to use it. I hate the word step children. I hate the word step mom and step dad and all that. You know, it's not a step. <laughs> They're individuals. All right. And so I just like the term family. So uh, if I have a new son from my marriage, then it's not my stepson. It's just my son. Now, of course, you can do what you like. I'm just saying that I don't like that term. So but anyway, a blended family forms when you and your partner make a life together with the children from one or both of your previous relationships. The process of forming a new blended family can be both a rewarding and challenging experience. 
while you as parents are likely to approach remarriage and a new family with great joy and expectation, your kids or your new spouse's kids may not be nearly as excited. All right. They'll likely feel uncertain about the upcoming changes and how they will affect relationships with their natural parents. They'll also be worried about living with new siblings, if that's the case, whom they may not know well or worse, ones they may not even like. All right. So, you know, when you blend families, as I mentioned, there's always going to be, you know, what your expectations are, which are usually good. You have good expectations. You want your children to get together. You know, they want you want them to to bond with their new uh, father or new mother. Um but sometimes the expectations we have may not be real when it comes to our kids. And so we have to learn how to make uh, blended families a success. So um, as I was speaking about children, some may resist changes. While you as a parent can become frustrated when your new family doesn't function in the same way as your previous one. So while blending families is rarely easy, these tips that I'm going to share with you today can help your new family work through the growing pains. No matter how strained or difficult things seem at first, with open communication, mutual respect, and plenty of love and patience, you can develop a close bond with your new children and form an affectionate and successful blended family. So as I talk about this, I actually get to share with you my own uh, personal experiences with this. All right. So let's talk about a few things when it comes to making your blended family a success. All right. And then, like I said, I'll share some of my my experiences Um, trying to make a blended family a replica of your first family or the ideal nuclear family can often set family members up for confusion, frustration, and disappointment. Instead, what we should strive to do is embrace the differences and consider the basic elements that make a successful blended family. All right. So here are some things that you need to do. First, you need to have a solid marriage. Without the marriage, there is no family. It's harder to take care of the marriage in a blended family because you don't have the time to adjust as a couple like in most first marriages. You'll have to grow and mature into the marriage while parenting. All right. Uh, Be civil. If family members can act civil towards one another on a regular basis rather than ignoring, purposely trying to hurt or completely withdrawing from each other, then you know that this uh, blending this family together is on the road to success. All right. Um, All relationships are respectful. This is not just referring to the kids' behavior toward the adults. Respect should be given not just based on age, but also based on the fact that you are all family members now. All right. And that's really the key there. You are all family members now. All right. Uh, There should be compassion for everyone's development. All right. Members of your blended family may be at various life stages and have different needs. For example, uh, adult children versus teen children versus toddler children, okay? They may also be at different stages in accepting this new family. Family members need to understand and honor those differences. Not everybody comes along right away. Not everyone likes the new spouse right away or feel close to the new spouse, especially if there's the other parent that's still somewhere in the picture. So for example, you know, if there's a a son and, you know, now he's in 
inheriting this new father, all right, well, what about the relationship he has with his biological father, okay? So, you know, he may have a real, real great relationship there, all right, and may in some sense feel that he's dishonoring that relationship if he becomes closer to that new person that his mother married, all right? So we have to have some compassion for everyone's development, all right? And then there needs to be room for growth, all right? After a few years of being blended, hopefully the family will grow and members will choose to spend more time together and feel closer to one another, all right? So, you know, when uh, I started dating, you know, and really, really becoming serious, all right, well, you know, uh, Tanisha and I didn't just rush. First of all, she didn't even allow me to meet her children right away, <laughs> okay, which was probably cool, okay, and I get that, all right? It took a little while because, you know, she had been through a divorce and, in fact, a painful divorce, and, you know, she had been in the dating world, of course, all right, uh, but, you know, you, you want to make sure that, you know, especially if you're marriage-minded, that you're introducing your children to someone who you believe is going to be a good fit, not only for you in the relationship, but also for them. All right. So, um, but as I was saying, after having survived a painful divorce or separation and then uh, managing to find new love, a new loving relationship, the temptation can often be to rush into remarriage and a blended family without first laying sound foundations. And so as I was speaking, you know, with Tanisha and I, we met you know, and she told me about her children. And then at some point I began to meet them on a limited basis at first. All right. Uh, and so what, what she was doing, what we were doing was we we're taking our time. All right. You give everyone a chance to get used to each other and to the idea of marriage and forming a new family. See, too many changes at once can unsettle children. All right. And it doesn't it doesn't matter what age they are. They are OK. Blended families have the highest success rate if the couple waits. OK. At least two years or more after a divorce to remarry instead of piling one drastic family change onto another. All right. So I know with uh, my new wife now, Tanisha, that there had been many years, you know, uh, between her divorce and then marrying me and the same thing with me. All right. Um, uh, and then both of us had a lot of experience, and when I say experience, in terms of longevity with our initial marriages. She was married more than 20 years, and so was I, all right? So, you know, coming into this together, we both had some, some real good thoughts, and we had some really good experience, and, you know, that's why, you know, when we started this blending, specifically me getting to know her children, it was so much more successful, all right? Um some other things you should know is don't expect to fall in love with your partner's children overnight. You have to get to know them. <clears throat> love and affection take time to develop. You need to find ways to experience real life together. All right. So here I'm just going to throw out some 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 uh, suggestions to you, like um, taking, you know, if if you've got parents and especially if your children are a little younger, uh, taking both sets of kids to a theme park every time you get together is a lot of fun. OK, but. 
it isn't reflective of everyday life. So what you need to do is try to get the kids used to your partner and their children in daily life situations. All right. And so in our situation, you know, I would come over often, you know, and daily life situations are, you know, playing games at the house or just sitting around talking or reading books or having dinner or even making dinner, which we did many, many times. All right. Um, Another thing to remember is you need to make parenting changes before you marry. So you need to agree with your new partner how you intend to parent together and then make any necessary adjustments to your parenting styles before you remarry. It'll make for a much smoother transition and your kids won't become angry at your new spouse for initiating changes. All right. Uh, Here, this is really, really important. Don't allow ultimatums. Your kids or new partner may put you in a situation where you feel you have to choose between them. No, 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 no. You need to remind them that you want both sets of people in your life. No ultimatums. All right. Uh, You need to insist on respect. Now, you can't insist on people liking each other, but you can insist that they treat one another with respect. All right. And so this is the time where, you know, as adults, as parents, you may have to put on that, you know, well, I'm the mom or I'm the dad, you know, role, you know, and remind even sometimes your adult children, you know, uh, that uh, respect does not end when you turn 21 or respect does not end when you turn 18 or respect doesn't end when you leave my house. Okay. Um, As long as I'm the parent, there needs to be respect. Okay, it's just as simple as that. So, yeah, you may not like my new husband or you may not like my new wife. Okay, but anytime you step foot in my house, there has to be respect. Okay, or anytime we're out together, you can't just ignore them or walk away or come talk to me and don't even look at them. That that's not going to happen. All right, you can't let that happen. Not if you want to have a successfully blended family. All right, Um, then also limit your expectations. You may give a lot of time, energy, love, and affection to your new partner's kids that they will not return immediately. Okay. Think of it as making small investments that may one day yield a lot of interest. All right. Given the right support, kids should gradually adjust to the prospect of marriage and being part of a new family. It is your job, adults, parents, to communicate openly, meet their needs for security, and give them plenty of time to make a successful transition. All right. These things are just so important. All right. I want you to also remember this, okay, as you continue to blend your family, all right? And this is specifically for the the, the kids, you know? Um, they want to feel safe and secure, all right? And again, I'm not just talking about little children or children under 18 or even, I'm talking about even adults. Children want to be able to count on parents uh, and their new parents, all right? Children of divorce have already felt the upset of people they trust letting them down and may not be eager to give second chances to a new person, all right? So they need to feel that security. They need to feel loved. Kids like to see and feel your affection, although it should come in a gradual process, all right? 
So you know you're starting to make really good progress, all right, when you and your partner, you know, or now, at least in my situation, my new wife, but, um, you know, you hug and you kiss and then the kids look and say, oh, gross, <laughs> get a room, you know, stuff like that. That's really funny, all right? So you know that they're starting to come along, okay? Because really, you know, they actually like that. They actually like to see that, you know, the new parents are, you know, uh, affectionate towards one another and that they have a kindness towards another, all right? Uh, then the next, children want to feel valued, all right? Kids often feel unimportant unimportant or invisible when it comes to decision making in the new blended family. Uh, so it's important to recognize their role in the family when you make decisions. All right. And then being heard and emotionally connected, creating an honest and open environment free of judgment will help kids feel heard and emotionally connected to a new parent. Show them that you can view the situation from their perspective. All right. Uh, appreciated and encouraged. Children of all ages respond to praise and encouragement and like to feel appreciated. All right. Limits and boundaries. All right. Children may not think they need limits. But a lack of a lack of boundaries sends a signal that the child is unworthy of the parent's time, care and attention as a new uh, parent in a relationship. Remember, there's that word step parent that I do not like to use. You shouldn't step in as the enforcer at first, but work with your spouse. All right. To set limits. That's just so important. OK, because, you know, it's it's really difficult sometimes for kids, you know, of all ages. You know, when you come in and tell them, OK, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I need you to do that. <laughs> OK. When maybe the other parent, you know, didn't do it that quite that way or they feel as though, wow, here's this new person, you know, telling me what to do, you know. Um, so I think it's really important uh, to to that children need limits. All right. But that it's really important that um, boundaries are set. OK. All right. So. You should use routines and rituals to bond, all right? Uh, creating family routines and rituals can help you bond with your new children and unite the family as a whole. And you don't necessarily have to like all of them, but still, you know, just being a part of them. So, for example, you know, I know with Tanisha and uh, our new family, so this is the Christmas season, and they like to watch, like, these Christmas movies, okay? Now, see, I never did that in my family, but, you know, they like these movies like Elf and stuff like that, okay? It's a family routine, all right? So now I can be resistant, you know, and say, Psh, I never did that. Why should I, you know? Uh, but it's really good because it, it helps with that bonding when you join in in those family routines, in those rituals, okay? So now, of course, if I had more of those types of rituals and 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 and, 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 and routines, then I'm, I'm more than certain that Tanisha would join in as well, okay, and be part of those as well, all right? So, you know, I think it's really important to incorporate at least one new family ritual, okay? And that's something that we still are working on, okay? So, 
you know, we've got to we've got to come up with something that now is unique to our new family. All right. Um, so it could be anything. It could be having brunch on Sunday or it could be, you know, a weekly game night or, you know, some other things that that we we can do, you know. And in fact, you know, as I as I really reflect on this, there's one way that we have done that really, really, I think, has become ours is when we celebrate a family birthday everybody will go around and tell what they like about that person or love about that person so you know i think that's one way that we are now establishing you know some of our own family routines and that started even before we got married so you know we were already you know moving in that direction all right uh, it's important to establish regular family meals so this is one thing that that we do now you know i have two daughters and tanisha has uh eight children so yep 10 yep eight plus two is 10 all right uh well my two daughters one one lives in another state one lives in this state but she uh lives a little distance from us and she has her own family all right and then tanisha has her children several of them live on their own and so uh there are four that actually live with us all right but when we do when we are all together we always have you know uh at least we strive to as often as we can and in fact i would say probably about 95 percent of the time we will have family dinner together all right because that's a great chance for us to talk and catch up and again that's a way for us to bond with each other okay so again just these are just some ways that you know um, you can really help to blend you know your family in a much much more uh, positive way all right um, now I want to talk about some blended family challenges all right because there are some all right and we need to recognize them and we need to learn how to deal with them all right um, so as you blend two families, differences in parenting, discipline, lifestyle, etc., can create challenges and become a source of frustration for the children. Agreeing on consistent guidelines about rules, chores, discipline, and allowances will show the kids that you and your spouse intend to deal with issues in a similar yet fair way. All right. So some of the common challenges include age differences. All right. Uh, in blended families, there may be children with birthdays closer to one another than possible with natural siblings, or the new parent may be only a few older a few years older than the eldest child, okay? So imagine like if you're blending families and, you know, one parent has a child that's 30, okay? Uh, well, and you're 40, <laughs> all right? Um, so that's an age difference. That's a challenge there, all right? Uh, parental inexperience. Uh, one of the parents may have never been a parent before and therefore may have no experience of the different stages children go through. So that's a challenge that happens in blended families, all right? All right. Um, you've got changes in family relationships. Let's say both parents remarry partners with existing families. It can mean children suddenly find themselves with different roles in two blended families. For, for example, one child may be the eldest, you know, in one family, but the youngest in the other. So blending families may also mean one child loses their uniqueness as the only boy or girl in the family. So just another challenge, something to think about, uh, because this is think about it with 
with Jaden Miller. Um, difficulty in accepting a new parent. If children have spent a long time in a one parent family or still nurture hopes of reconciling their parents, they may have difficulty accepting a new person. All right. And so when it comes to that, especially if your children are older. All right. This is, again, where respect comes in. OK. And this is where you as the parent have to insist upon respect. OK. So, yeah, it, may, it, it might take you some time or you really don't know this person. You're trying to get to know this person or you're thinking that, oh, OK, well, this is dad's replacement for mom or something like that. OK. Well, you can have those beliefs. All right. Hopefully they will uh, they will start to dissipate. But the fact of the matter is, okay, you still have to insist that your children be respectful to your new wife or your new husband. All right. It's just that simple because you can't allow that strife and stress to come into your marriage. You have to be a united front. And sometimes you have to tell, tell children where to get off. I mean, it's just that simple. All right. Uh, so again, just some challenges. All right. Um, so as you continue to strengthen your blended family, all right, establish trust is crucial to creating a strong, cohesive, blended family. Okay. As I've mentioned, at first, children may feel uncertain about their new family and resist your efforts to get to know them. This is often simply apprehension about having to share their parent with a new spouse. Try not to take their negative attitudes personally. Okay. Instead, build trust and strengthen your new uh, blended family by creating clear boundaries, um, uh, establishing yourself as as the new parent as more of a friend or counselor rather than a disciplinarian, okay? Um, you know, if this is your situation, let the biological parent remain primarily responsible for discipline, okay? Until the other parent has developed solid bonds with the kids, all right? So that's what Tanisha and I do in our situation. You know, I'm more like the tattletale. You know, I'll go tell her, hey, you know, such and such did this, and then I'll let her go in, you know? They get mad at her and then they think I'm, you know, nice and kind. <laughs> Just kidding. But, uh, you know, sometimes you have to do that in order to uh, make sure that those solid bonds have been uh, uh, have been developed with the new children. All right. Um, uh, create a list of family rules if that's something that you need in order to make sure that boundaries are clear. OK, uh, discuss the rules with the children and post them in a prominent place. OK, understand that the rules and boundaries are for the kids in their other residence and if possible, stay consistent. All right. So, you know, we don't have that situation. But if that is your case, then I think that's really, really important. All right. Um, it's still so important as you're blending families to communicate open and often. All right. Uh, the way of blended family communicate says a lot about the level of trust between family members. When communication is clear, open and frequent, there are fewer opportunities for misunderstanding and more possibilities for connection, whether it is between a parent and a child, the new parent and a new child or between uh, new siblings. All right. Um, you should try and discuss everything as much as you can. There are certain things that you can't discuss it, of course, but uncertainty and concern about family issues come 
comes from poor communication. So talk as much as possible. All right. Um, try to address conflict uh, as, as much as you can or as quickly as you can, because you don't want emotions bottled up or people to hold grudges. Uh, try and listen respectfully to one another. Establish an open and non-judgmental atmosphere. And again, provide opportunities for communication by doing things together as a family, games, sports, you know, activities, those kinds of things. And so uh, those those things will really, really go a long way, you know, to helping your blended family to be helpful. Um, so I hope these things have been helpful to you all. Like I said, you know, uh, Tanisha and I have been married since October of this year, and we really tried to do our best in an informal way to lay the groundwork for how we were going to be as, you know, we became a new blended family. And many of these things that I've talked about here on this podcast have were very, very helpful uh, to both of us. And, um, you know, and so it's been, uh, it's, it's, it hasn't, you know, always been, you know, uh, smooth sailing, you know, here in the home, but in what home is there? is it, you know? So when we have issues, we talk about them, you know, we talk with the kids, you know, they're very respectful. And so things go so much smoother in terms of a blended family. When you have that open communication, you have that trust and, you know, and then of course, in your marriage, when you are, you know, just have that open communication with your, with your new spouse. And so, all right, I hope these things have been helpful to you all. They have been helpful to me. Um, I've got a great partner who's very, very, uh, uh, likes to talk and likes to talk about these things and have open communication. And so, you know, um, that's really something that you got to got to strive for. You got to make sure that you have in your marriage. OK, uh, because that's where it starts. It starts with the marriage. All right. And so when they, the children see a unified front with the parents and see, you know, the closest near and the closeness there and see how you guys are, are working together to try to make a great home for everybody, then the hope is that they'll see that they'll feel more secure and then that they'll start coming together and participating in that close bond. All right. So listen, guys, please don't forget to like, share and subscribe on my YouTube channel. All right. Like, comment, follow on your favorite podcast platform. Sorry, losing my voice. And don't forget that I'm on all of the different podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and you know all of the rest of them. All right. So let me tell you, this is Christmas week. I really do strive, okay, to drop new episodes every Sunday and Wednesday. Some days, I mean, some weeks I may be a day off, but I'm really, really trying to come up with good content for you guys. And so I hope you're enjoying it. Again, thank you for joining. This is this is Jaden Miller, and this is Think About about it with me, Jaden Miller. I will see you next time. Listen, guys, have a merry, merry Christmas, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Think About It with Jaden Miller. Don't forget to like and subscribe to his YouTube channel and like and follow on your favorite podcast platform.